just take a moment to admire the fact I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Home! Oh, He's space. done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Just take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Home! Oh, He's space. done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open champion. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairway Finders. It's episode number 39. I'm, of course, joined by the lad, Stephen Donica. How are we doing, lads? All right, boys. Is it not episode 40? Do we have Connor 39? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I believe Connor was 38. Ah, sure, look, Grant. It's not the I'd, first time I've been wrong. I'd expect more confidence time. off our host now, Brew, in fairness. And can I just say what a down, what a what a downgrade. Last time we were all together, we were we were chatting to the great Connor Moore, and now just just the three of us. So I know, right? Bit of, bit of a buzzkill, you know what I mean? Well, stuck, you know, stuck I, I again. One of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast is because I used to enjoy talking to you, pair of pricks. <laughs> clearly, uh, clearly that hasn't endured very far. We're not even a year into the podcast no. now. Like on the know, the rec- these records are just <laughs> just the worst part of my week. Yeah. Really and truly. Yeah, I know. We're like Bryson's relationship with the PGA Tour. You know, we're falling apart slowly yeah. but surely. <laughs> a lot of them. Fucking Charlie Hoffman added his name in this week. But I don't even want to go there. If you haven't heard Charlie Hoffman's comments. Um, about the PGA Tour I mean just don't bother like it's Charlie Hoffman like his best finish in a major in his career is 8th so whatever good player no good player Donny good career he's made for himself uh, he's a good lad for a first round leader alright he is yeah he is some man for a fucking first round leader yeah he is to be fair um, so yeah, look, we had the uh, we had the old tournaments last week um, We I know we had a few placings we had a few a few misses in terms of the betting, but overall, great uh, tournament. Um, Mr. Scotty Scheffler finally finally got the, uh, the 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 monkey off his back, as they say. He, he proved us all wrong. So one mm. of um, a, a poll that we wanted to run and we've talked about a few times was now who was going to win first. Oh Scottie fuck! I forgot course. about that. Yeah, and we all well, that's what I put it in the WhatsApp last night. We oh. all were made look like like. Did we uh, all? Did I not say yeah. Scotty Scheffler? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to I go don't back. Know, yeah. but what I do remember is there was this very specific clip from Steve. And we put, look, we put the Twitter poll up saying who's going to win first, um, Zalatoris or Scheffler. And um, the majority were were wrong by saying Scotty Scheffler will win first. Yeah, and to be fair, that um, was me. I, I'm my hand up. Yeah, I think Donnie. What do you mean the majority were wrong? Because it's, it's just not going to happen. Zalatoris is the street What ahead do you of, mean they're wrong? Zalatoris didn't win. Fucking yeah, but he. Yeah, but he's gonna win first on it. Well, it's not fact that, but it's it's um, it's a strong. You're on. You're on one this week, mate. Well, Steve, what do you think about that? Huh? No comments. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Listen, Scheffler. Um, I was, oh, I was really happy for him 
none of us were on him. That's okay. I was really happy for him to get the win, but I was just really happy that it was such a fun week. It was bananas. We're going to get into it. The the, the topless Joel Damon going around topless, Harry Higgs <laughs> lifting hilarious. the shirt up, beers everywhere. The security staff running for cover because there's beers flying everywhere. The commentators are getting drenched. There's two holes in one. It was chaos. You couldn't have that carnival atmosphere and then have Patrick Cantlay get the fucking trophy and not even <laughs> smile. Yeah, it, I don't it know. It's a tragedy. Like I, I don't yeah. like that hate now, Donnie. Pat, you know what? Patrick Cantley smiled on sixteen on Friday. Believe it or not, he he, <laughs> he smiled, gave a big Shit. smile away really? to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't man. believe it. Can't believe you put it. Me in my box right there. Fucking yeah, hell. I take it all back. He, he he's someone you're gonna have to get used to. You know what I mean? Because he's he's gonna be up there. I would say all at least three to four majors. Maybe not the open. He's gonna be up there come Sunday and it's just something you're going to have to get on with Donnie you know what I mean he's not he's not a character he's not a he's not a extrovert in any stretch of the um the saying but um he's he's a hell of a golfer and he's going to be around oh, for, for a long long time and the thing is I really like his golf game because he's a bit of an artist in terms of shape and shots he's not a bomber he doesn't overpower golf courses there's no brute force but he just looks so goddamn miserable and listen, you can't change it if you have whatever, do they call it a rest, resting bitch face? Mm. You can't, ch- but fucking, man, even just pretend like you're having some sort of fun, you know? So anyway. Yeah, but we've heard this, Donnie, we've heard this, Donnie, that he's at work, you know what I mean? He's not, um, yeah. do you know, what, like we've heard these takes before and I tend to agree with it, but I think the one thing with him is how long he takes over a pot just, just drives me mad. The, the shuffling of the feet and then he settles down and then someone clocked a, a, a four footer and it wasn't even during the playoff I think the one during the playoff was even longer clocked him at 22 seconds uh, over the putter like as in when he's addressed to put the he's, he's put the putter behind the back of the ball and he's shuffling around like a fucking simpleton uh, I mean that's harsh but yeah, yeah. it's just harsh, it's irritating but... it's very irritating um, Scotty did great. He sunk a big raker the third playoff hole to get it done, and, and it was it was classic match play. Scotty makes a thirty a thirty five footer, and it makes Cantley's fifteen footer twice as long in his head. Cantley misses, mm-hmm. game over. Congrats to Scotty Scheffler and anyone who backed him. He was the one of the most tipped guys actually that week. He was he, I think he had the most amount of tips on golf twitter yeah he so. did yeah and he wasn't anywhere close to my radar so i don't know what that says about me or or any of the rest of us but us us, we us in general yeah it's uh well long time coming he is overdue just as um our boy willie's he is so uh but no one what, what an event the whole all four days were unbelievable the um the, the not only the 16 but the 17 hole is just something it's just such great drama coming down the last and the power five 15th as well the, the last three holes and then the 18th, just unbelievable, unbelievable watch. Yeah, so much can happen. It's definitely one of the best stretches um all year. The, so much can happen. It's 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 sensational. Like, let's uh maybe let's talk a little bit about for my money to start a show this week. I think everybody will remember uh Sahith Tagala. People will remember that this was Scotty's first win and he deserves that. But I just loved Sahid. We we said it. We 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 all agreed that he wouldn't hang around after starting really well. He played so free and loose, and you know he swings at a golf ball like an axe murderer. I absolutely love it. He throws himself at the ball, um, hits these big massive um power fades, and so 
it gets to 17 and, you know, a birdie and he puts himself in an unbelievable position. He is, what would you say, maybe two feet off hitting one of the best under pressure tee shots you've ever seen. Yeah, he hit him as well as as well as you can, but just got um just got a bad bounce, which which yeah. happens at the hole. And you you roll it back a year and Xander was in contention and he just hit a terrible high hook into the water. It was nothing like that. It was it was not not obviously as not as good as you can hit it, but it was it was just unlucky. And he's it just, extremely it just, unlucky. It just happens, but he'll be he'll be hanging around. He's in the field again this week. I'm yeah. sure it's only a matter of time. He's is not a sponsor's exemption, I think, this week, is he? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. because he finished top yeah. 10. Does he get in? And do you know what? This is this goes to show you that um like these guys deserve these chances. There are so many, and there are so many guys that just deserve a chance. Now, listen, Sahit's uh college career has been phenomenal. Mm. I I I actually I listened to Low Laying Up earlier, and there was a really funny story that just it, it puts him even higher in, in his already legend, even though he's only 24. But uh, to, to, to get in the heads of his competitors, Tagala used to go onto the practice ground and start hitting shanks and tops and tin ones and chunking ones, like on purpose, to the point where like his like colleagues of his coach would be coming up and saying, "Here is your is your boy all right? Is he what's he's got a two way miss and he's top two on the practice ground and he's he's hit a shank and he nearly hit someone and <laughs> and he and he would do it just as a like a you know to just get in people's heads yeah, yeah. and be like oh don't worry about him he's just here he's just here like because he won he, he collected enough boxes of Cheerios or something yeah and then just, he, and then he go and smash everyone I think that's class <laughs> just like my, myself on the practice practice range you know what I mean before I go out hitting shanks yeah. everywhere left well you you right really there. you really commit to that because you then give us the false sense of security actually on the golf course also yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta stick with what what you're about Donnie you know what I mean you can't yeah. be you can't be changing changing stripes like that the um, day you turn up the day you turn up and shoot a 64 um Jesus I'll be like God he played the, he played the long game with that old poker face he played the long the, game it's on the way so it's cooking up cooking it's up cooking. for sure um, but yeah, I mean, the other stories to take from it were we had two holes in one, one Saturday, one Sunday, um, Sam Ryder on Saturday and 16. This just moments ago, Sam Ryder taking it <laughs> right at it. Talk to me. Come on. Oh my God. There's liquid coming down. There's beer. And other liquids, I believe, as well. Everyone is going insane. We might have a slight rain delay here on the 16th, Jim, because that's going to take a little bit of cleanup when you take a look at what is happening right now on the 16th hole. We tell you there is no place like it. Uh, Carlos Ortiz on, on the Sunday, just absolutely unbelievable scenes. Let's go to 16. Well, I saw some fireworks yesterday with Sam Ryder. There had been 2,864 tee shots at 16 since the last ace, Francesco Molinari, in 2015. Ryder set off the party. Ortiz. How about it? Oh, yes. Trevor, it never gets old. I mean, the top trace is just on the money. You can see the flag in the distance. 
Little check and then release back there to that back hole location. Oh man, that could be expensive for Carlos later this evening. It's like fans in like a local pub when their team wins the Super Bowl or the World mm. Cup. It's got that feel to it. So that was that was Sam Ryder, and it was followed by Carlos Ortiz. And um, the roars, the, the the audio doesn't really do it justice because the visuals, there's just beer going everywhere. It is, it is the Happy Gilmore scene with the beach ball. It is that multiplied by about a million, but in like like forty odd thousand people, everybody going bananas. I would hate to have had to uh, thrown a full can of beer and then you have to go queue up with another 20,000 people. And that would have happened like about four times on Sunday. <laughs> um, your head would be wrecked. $15 a pop as well for, for a beer <laughs> yeah. down there, I'd say so. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to uh, be surprised to know that we come down on the side of, yes, absolutely. This is good for golf. This is maybe actually growing the game because if you look at golf as a brand compared to other sports, what's golf's problem? Stuck up, kind of boring, um, rich people, high, yeah, yeah, and and no fun and no, no nothing communal about it, and BMWs and car parks and all that shit. And this was just for the fucking people, for the fans, and if it's that hole that week every year and that's where you properly let get let loose then i'm totally all for it short of someone getting hit in the head with a full can and it, it knocking them out i'm surprised it. it didn't happen to be honest There's yeah so <laughs> many of them and like those, those, like those like plasticky budweiser bottles they're they're fairly heavy like as in if, if there's a lot of beer or not it's, it's a hefty enough thing coming towards you um one thing all that's all i could think about was Imagine if the Ryder Cup could incorporate a hole like that. Like the absolute scenes would be on well, I think I think it will. I think that there'll be an active um it'll be an active component of finding yeah. a venue. Oh, it'd be it'd be unbelievable. Imagine like I don't even think you need like, you know, like, the, like the Rory or someone stepping up and hit, hitting like a fucking hole in one, like in, in somewhere in like Europe. There'd be so we do we do have that with the Ryder Cup, like the grandstands. Yeah, oh, a, a lot of the, I know that, but I mean, you know, like forty thousand people around the hole though is 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 different level though. Like I totally understand the Ryder Cup is more like that, and that's why it's so sick. But like you know, imagine if you had a forty thousand person hole, it'd be it'd be outrageous. I think it just it, the venue, the uh, the tournament. I think it just works for that. I've seen a lot of people saying we need to have one of these at, at every event, and uh, yeah, no, not at I, every. I, I think yeah. I think this is just perfect the way it is. You know, you don't need to add it into any other events. Just keep it at the um, the Phoenix Open every year. The other thing as well, if you have a Ryder Cup in Ireland and there's forty thousand people, I'd say there's probably two people in the crowd that are going to throw a beer. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no chance. I'm <laughs> if I have a fresh point of Guinness in hand, I'm not hole in one. If there's back to back hole in ones, that's staying in my hand. I'm not a chance of my going chucking that away. So yeah. I think I think it just would work in America. I don't think it would work in um in Italy, for example. I, I don't see the same scenes going on personally. Uh, I think the Americans do it just right. They're um, it, it's that that kind of that kind of event for me. But uh, what what a scene. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, I guess I I had Brooks 
in 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 a place. Um, Matsuyama somehow somehow got top eight. I don't know how I didn't really see him playing well at all at well, any you didn't point see when him. I was when you I was uh, him. playing him. Yeah, he they barely honest, featured. Like the coverage was kind of the the coverage missed a lot of key moments and guys making put like it was. Now I was on JT and I was hoping that like he he sort of he just made his run too late. But uh, they showed a lot of JT, and they weren't really showing. They weren't showing Hideki. They weren't showing guys who were bang in the mix. They weren't really showing Tom Hoagie until the end. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, look, it was kind of frustrating from a betting perspective. Um, it was <clears throat> I had a decky as well, but I only took six places, so I didn't get get nothing on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I I had JT to win. He finished eighth. Usti tied fourteenth. Russell Knox started so fast on Saturday. He came out the gate with three birdies on the spin and then gave two of them back on the ninth. Uh, all I needed him was a top 10. It would have, been, it would have more than covered the week. Um, here, one other thing I want to bring up, right? So every week we we dive into the data. We, we're like, I'm, I kind of am the self-anointed data nerd of the podcast. But to give you an illustration of how, like, you need to use the data, but don't, don't be a slave to the data and don't yeah, think of yeah. golf as money ball. Here is a brilliant illustration of that. So last week, we'll play a little clip. I've been looking at uh, data this week, and there's one element of this golf course that time and time again, you just have to do this part of the game well if you're going to win here. And that's strokes gain approach. This is a track that is for uh, pin seeker golfers. Um, so... In uh, the last six years, the last six winners, um, there's only been once in the last six years, which was in 2019, Ricky Fowler, whereby the winner has been any worse than fifth strokes gained approach. So you had Brooks kept kept it last year was second. You had Webb Simpson who led strokes gained in 2020. You had a decky in 2017 who led strokes gained too. And even more than that, if you're looking at guys who make the top five in the last 66 years, should I say, 57% of guys in the top five have ranked in the top 10 of a strokes gained approach. So you need guys who can get the ball close. That is, it's just a simple fact. That was we was speaking about the importance of strokes gained approach last week. And that, that like six of the last seven winners have been top five in strokes gained approach. So you're like guys who are going to hit a close proximity to the hole are definitely going to contend, right? Ridiculously, Scotty Scheffler, was 55th strokes gained approach, won it. Patrick Cantley was 27th, Kepka 26th, Xander was 9th, Xander was very good to green last week, Tigala was 14th. But Scheffler was 55th and managed to get it done with a really, like, scalding hot putter, um, especially over the weekend. Like, he he made the cut by a shot and then won. Um, yeah, it's actually great. Yeah. The lesson yeah. is, use the data to help you, but don't don't be a slave to the data if you're that way inclined. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, like you know, I guess that's that's everything. Don't like, I mean, if 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 all you need to do is is data and it's that easy, and everyone will be doing it. That's why I think what Bradley Todd is doing is absolutely insane. I don't know what model he's fucking using, but or, or if he's just picking them out of thin air, I I don't know. But his his record is absolutely insane, insane. Yeah, he's getting a lot of traction on Twitter. Bradley Todd on, on Twitter has had just and rightly the so, to be fair. biggest heater you've ever seen. He obviously had Scotty, so um, he's he had Scotty, he had Tom Hoagie. He's just setting the place alight um, and good on him. Good to see. Good to see the book he's getting bashed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. 
Um, I want just one other take or thing I spotted in the data before we move on is guys playing unbelievably but having terrible weeks with the putter. So this week there was three of them. JT was second on approach this week. He was second to degree and he was 60th in putting. Finished tied eighth. Ram, fifth on approach, third tee to green, 56th in putting, finished top 10, but a backdoor one. And Xander, ninth on approach, led the field tee to green, 53rd putting. Just goes to show you, if you have a poor week with a putter, you just, it's really hard, really, really, really hard to win. Um, and particularly this week as well, uh, there's, a, there's a stat that we'll share on our, <laughs> our Twitter and it shows that the two two key stats are strokes gain putting and strokes gain approach um again this week but it's a huge like it's basically an all-around game needs to be you need to gain strokes all aspects of your game to win is the basic basic summary of a big big boys course big boy event and and also with the principle that anything can and will happen to undermine the fucking data trends like it happened last week um so there you go i guess yeah like we've got a biggie we've got such a big tournament this week uh all the gangs all here, the top 10 in the world are all teamed up this week at the Genesis. Steve, are you going to give us an L rundown? Let's see what you got. You smell that? What is that? What? What's that smell? The cologne? No. Opportunity. No, money. Okay. I smell money. Okay. I can. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we have the uh, Genesis Invitational Riviera Country Club. Uh, it's been the home of this event since 99. So there's tons of, of data for Donny to, to trawl through. Uh, it is a Paris 71. We have Bermuda grass greens and we have Kakuya grass, rough and fairways, which was the same at uh, Torrey Pines a couple of weeks ago. So that's not a bad um, track to look at for correlating form. And Chipotlepec golf course as well is another uh Kakuya grass, rough and fairways to look at. Uh, Tom Fazio design, as Donnie said, we have the top 10 in the world uh, teeing it up. It's the strongest field of the year. Real prestigious event. It's it's uh, hosted by Tiger Woods, if I'm not mistaken, as well. And uh, the betting card is, is as good as um, you could ask for. So we have John Ram, uh, unsurprisingly, his favourite at, at around 9-1. to one. There's bigger prices around for him. Um, depending on where you, you get your odds from. Um, he's closely followed by Patrick Cantley, 12s, Dustin Johnson, JT, 16s, Morikawa, 18s. Then you got Rory, Cam Smith, 22s. And the list just goes on, to be honest. Decky, Hovland, Shoffley, Zalatoris, Scheffler, Kepka. Like it, it's just unbelievable. The field is as deep as, as you could ask for. Um, <clears throat> in terms of recent winners, we've had Max Homa, won this last year in a, a playoff from Tony Fino. The year before that, we had uh, Adam Scott win it. And the year before that, it was um, JB Holmes. Don't it, even mention is, it. Don't mm, even mention his name. A, a very, very surprising one. Um, the, the one trend... You know, do you want a fun fact about JB Holmes? Go on. He only, he only got off the course in 2019 about half an hour ago. Oh, is that right? Oh, jeez. The slowest of slow makes Patrick Cantley look like a, a, a fucking winter Olympic luge person. <laughs> good. Very topical, Donnie. I like it. Uh, well, he's not in the field this week, so that's some good news for you. Um, but the one the one trend that I found um, just from digging out research today is if 
if somebody is going to win the event, they need to finish in the top 25 of the event the prior year. Uh, it hasn't happened every year, but it seems to be um, a pretty standard trend going across. So Max Homer won it last year. He was fifth the year before. Um, Adam Scott won it 2020. He was seventh the year before. Um, JB Holmes as an exception. Uh, Bubba Watson does an exception, but he withdrew the year before. And then DJ 2017, he was fourth the year before that. So um, huge trend if you go back through the, the, the stats, which we like to do. And I, I know you said, Donnie, let, let's not get too stats heavy, but all the picks I have this week are very much factored around that. Um, oh, that's, a, that's a whopper trend, to be fair. I've really, really dug through the, the last um, winners and who's playing well at the moment. And, and that's that's the big one is look at guys who were top 25 last year to try try and find a winner. I'm sure the missus has been so happy that you've been doing that on Valentine's Day. She Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Made up. This is why I love him. Right exactly. Here. Exactly. So who, who do we have, boys? Who's the... So I just to, to throw it out, I've gone a little bit different this week, so I'm going to take a, a few more, three, basically three, three shorter price, three longer price, um, smaller stakes, spread the bets out, try and find a winner. I think, Donnie, you've done the same. And uh, I've got five. Yeah, I can take you through my five and reasons why. Uh, I'll do it as quick as I possibly can. Um, so, uh, yeah, a few keys to victory that I've been looking at. Um, I think that trend of, of playing here, playing well here in the past absolutely endures. Uh, a couple of kind of interesting data points. So the greens of regulation here are on average about 10% lower than the tour's average. It's very difficult to hit these little greens. Um, now, conversely to that, when you miss the greens, it's actually, uh, you're more likely than the tour's average to get up and down because the scrambling generally performs about 5% better. So you'll miss a lot of the greens, but you'll probably see plenty of chip-ins. Um, so guys who have strong greens of regulation also helps, but guys, you know, obviously good short games is going to help too. Uh, the other kind of interesting data point is your approach distance is kind of dominated by the 175 to 200 yard bracket. So it can be up to about 30% in past years are coming in from that distance. You've got, um, you got six par fours over, over 450. Um, so guys, birdie percentage um, of that distance of longer par fours I've also consulted. Right, the good stuff. Picks. Pick number one, great value, I think, even though he's third favourite. I am totally taking DJ. Don't know how he hasn't won, the ma- won since the Masters. Like, he's he's winless now in, in whatever. So that was November, what, November 2020. Um, that's just unheard of. He didn't win for the first time in a season last season, which is just crazy. Uh, so why am I backing him? Well, I'm backing him because his last five around here have been f- uh, three top tens. He's won it and then tied 16th the other the other time and within that his tee to green date has been really strong so 6th and 8th to 20th um, I just think his value this week he's gonna he's gonna just be DJ and uh, tackle the course and see what happens and I like the price I really do um, so 16 to 1 DJ first up um, I'd imagine I'm probably not the only person picking him um, nope. next one I'd say is probably the mo- gonna be the most backed guy all week especially after what happened last week. So if you look, take Scotty and you take Willie Z, you got the two best rookies on tour. Both of them are going to win soon. Scotty has. Why Why can't Willie Z win this week? So he's leading strokes game, to degree in this season. The long game is just insanely good. Um, he had a close miss at Tory 
on another course that demands your tee to green game just be exceptional. Um, he was tied 15th here on debut last year. What? Where do you reckon he ranked putting last year at Riviera? 77th. He was sixth. He was oh. sixth. What's going on? So he has putting form around here. His, his key weakness, and he's ranked sixth. Um, a California kid as well, even though he moved to Texas when he was a bit younger. 28 to 1. I love it. Definitely. He'd be my one and done this week because um, I wouldn't save him for the Masters. So, yeah, 28 to 1. We'll see all over it. One that I'm sure is going to be massively popular with, with Steve because Steve just loves this golfer. My third pick is Maddie Fitz. 33 to 1, 60 degree in this season. So Maddie Fitz has been working on uh, a much uh, shallower impact into the ball, which is kind of for golf swing nerds. But essentially, he's just trying to squeeze out a bit more distance because he doesn't hit, he does, he's not a bomber. But my God, does he make up for it in around the greens? Short game is fantastic. Putting just doesn't even need commenting on. So good. Uh, he was sixth at AT&T. He was tied 10th last week um, and was in the top 10 strokes gained uh, or tee to green as well. Uh, and he had an average putting week by his standards. So 33 to 1. Do I think he can win with all the, all the top 10, you know, at Riviera? Yeah, that's a big, big question mark. Fair enough. But do I think he's going to make a top 10? I would be very confident that he can. So 33 to 1, Matty Fitz. Another European is my fourth pick. Thomas Peters. 66 to 1. I would have liked it a bit bigger price, but I can get why he's only 66 to 1. I say only. Um, in his last six starts, he's won twice. Um, and he's made all cuts in that time a T12, a T15, T16. He was also second here uh, in 2017, which is a little bit of a while ago now, but he shot a Sunday 64 to get there. Um, now it was a week where DJ just lorded it over everyone one by five. But I like that course form, hasn't played here since. So Peters is 66 to 1. And then I just wanted to throw one big swing at a big price. And of all the guys at 200 to 1, 250, I just really liked Cam Young, KFT graduate, uh, an absolute bomber. He was second strokes gained off the tee last week in Phoenix. And he finished tied 26 last week, but it should have been tied 14th because he made a bollocks of 17 on Sunday and made a double. Um, he still shot a 67. Uh, I just like his, He's he hits one of the, I think is he in the top five driving distance, pretty close to it. Um, does stripe it. Massive question marks over putting, massive question marks over winning in a field like this. Massive question marks over shitloads. But he's 200 to one. And I think he's the best of the guys in that bracket. So yeah, then we're five. Um, DJ, 16s. Willie Z, 28s. Matty Fitz, 33s. Thomas Peters at 66 to 1, Cal Young at 200 to 1, and dear God, please give me a fucking winner. Please. Overdue, Danny, I'd say. Overdue. Um, Brew, who you so. got? Who are you on this week? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, looking at this field, I think, I think uh, Donny or Steve, I think one of you tweeted earlier off our uh, Twitter account um, that is one of the first tournaments to have all 10 of the uh, top 10 in it. So oh, absolutely stacked field. Uh, very excited. Um, I have kind of two short, uh, one kind of, I guess, medium, if you want to call 40 to one medium. Um, and then I have one long. So um, I have Colin Morikawa as my, as my kind of main pick for this week. I mean, I don't even really need to 
you know, talk about why you should pick him. He's one of the best players in the world right now. I, I can't believe he hasn't won anything in the last few weeks. Um, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and you know, at twenty to one, um, just being double the likes of Ram, I just, I, I just say, I think that's an unbelievable value. I know people might be like twenty to one. That's really pad value, but, um, you know, for someone who is as good as 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 he is. Uh, strokes, strokes gained and stuff. I think you know. Well, if you look at if you look at the the world rankings, the world number two is fifth favorite. If you want to yeah. just reduce that, is that value? Like, you know, can you reduce it to something as simplistic as that? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe exactly. not. But so, he's a great price. Great price. I mean, yeah. Um, then my second pick is Steve's gonna hate it because he because <laughs> he hates back to back, but. Scotty Scheffler is 25 to 1. And as much as I think he struggled at the start of last weekend, I think now that he is that monkey off his back, as as, as we said, you know, we could easily see him playing a lot more free and, you know, even going back to back. Um, I know Steve's going to strongly disagree. I can see him biting his, his tongue. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just think he's... Uh, He's just a very, very strong um, candidate. I'd like, I'd, I'd like, I'd like twenty-five to one, and I, I can't really say no, even though going back to back is so difficult. So, Steve, I think you were muted there, were you? So, um, my third pick, I guess, um, is going to be Max Homa. Steve mentioned earlier he won it um, the last year. Um, so, yep. yeah, I mean, you know, California. California boy, everyone absolutely loves him. Um, you know, he's he's just not there yet, but again at 40 to 1, huge value. I think he this is a, a good course for him. Um, you know, the, the kind of home crowd will uh, will uh, be there definitely cheering him on. So, you know, again, 40 to 1. I think he's absolutely sensational value there. And then um, last but not least, um, I went for a 100 to 1 pick, which I usually don't do. Um, but I, 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 I'm I, going for Adam Hadwin. Um, he's had a good season so far. I, I think because the field is so stacked um, this week, you know, I think um, Hadwin was more of a 40, 50 to 1 type of player. But because obviously they have such a big stacked field, you'll see a lot of these players going off at 80, 100, even 150 to 1. And he stood out for me as, again, just being a very, very good value pick at 100 to 1. So yeah, I no, went for more value this week, really, than uh, anything else. Agreed. And just to go back to Sheffer, I was on mute when you, uh, when you brought it up. Uh, he, like, he, lines up so well this week it's actually annoying to me that he won yeah. last week because his statistically and, and his course form he has a early come last year he was 20 at last year so he fits into that top 25 narrative yeah. and he's just been hammering the ball t to green the last um two three events or, or so so yeah no i do like it i just i just can't can't get get behind the the, the back-to-back but if he didn't it's stupid to say but if he didn't win last week i would have got on him this week yeah, I'm sorry, can I just mention one more thing really quickly, Steve, before you go on to your picks is I was torn between Scheffler and Matsuyama. They're both the same price. Um, oh, yeah, I think this, the recency bias really got me there. The fact that well, Scotty I'll, won I'll on Sunday, you, but... Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you a data point that will help, bro. I mean, you've already made the mind up that Scotty, but um, 
He played 2020 here. He made his debut as a rookie and ranked sixth strokes gained tee to green. Didn't have a good week with the putter. Finished tied 30th, but ranked sixth. Sixth tee to green. Um, there's the biggest key indicator of success this week. So yeah, yeah. My my, my view, I even regardless, irrespective of the the back to back, I just think he's too short. Yeah, look, um, but look, I, look at I, look at look at Highgard last week, Donny. You know what I mean? Like everything lined up. This is even the same course for Highgard, and he complete. He missed the cut, did he? Well, yeah, he did miss the cut. Yeah, yeah. So and and you know, Scott, like there's two ways you can do it. You can either I'm a winner now, and all the pressure comes off. But I, I don't think it happens week the week after. I think like you seen you seen what Seamus Powers done over the last six months yeah. since he got the win. But not the week. I don't. I, I can't remember what he did the week after. I just but. think it's as well. I think it's so mentally taxing. It's so psychologically taxing to be in that competitive mode for four days and then have to go three extra holes against one of the best yeah, golfers yeah. in the world, who has won twice recently. Um, You're not sleeping I, Sunday night. You know what I mean? There's not yeah, a chance like, of sleeping. Not sleeping Sunday. Might get some sleep Monday. Gets to the course. There's, there's media hanging out of him. Yeah, listening. I think you'll probably go well. If yeah, would he? I think you'll post the top twenty. To be yeah. honest, yeah, yeah no. And look, and look, and look, that's obviously fair. I mean, for me personally, when I was looking at it, I know you got a better price on him, but like for me, he was the same price as Willie Z, and I'm taking Scheffler over over Willie Z in probably clip this win when uh, Willie Z wins on Sunday. But <laughs> you know, like just in you know my own personal opinion, I I, I think. Um, I would have Scheffler, Matsuyama, and Willie Z. They're all the same price. I'd be taking Matsuyama or Scheffler over Willie Z personally. But yeah, more than fair enough. Time. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll rattle through my pick. Some of them have been said already, so I won't go into too much detail on them. So my my number one bet, the big bet of the week, and it's a, it's actually a straight win bet, is on DJ. Um, so DJ sixteen to one, going along with you, uh, Donny. So I mean, DJ's oh, co- ah, to right, yeah, DJ's. Um, record around here since 2014. I'll just rattle it off really quickly. Second, and this is working from 2014 to 2021. Second, second, fourth, first, sixteenth, ninth, tenth, and eighth. Um, since since 2014, so he absolutely loves the place. He's slowly started to get back. Um, into the the swing of things. He played well in Saudi. He didn't win, unfortunately. Um, but he he showed enough to to say that his game is starting to come back together, back to a course that he loves. Um, I think he's he's just way overpriced when you look at the the comparisons out there. I mean, he, sh- he shouldn't be the same price as JT for me. Not 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 a hope around here. Um, JT, uh, I, I think like I was very close to picking JT again this week. J- JT two, two Green, missed cuts, two missed cuts the last two years here for JT. Yeah, that's what that's what put me off. But yeah. at the minute, his T to Green game right now is sensationally good it is it's but, scary good but can pot and potting's big around here as well and and uh i look we could talk about jt all day but um yeah not, not for me um pick two is cam smith and uh, so i got cam smith 22 to 1 um i think he is he's ready to win um he's in unbelievable form he came fourth here last year um and the over the last twelve weeks, if or sorry, the last twelve rounds he's played on the PGA Tour, he's for strokes gained total, he's second, only only behind um John Ram, so pretty pretty impressive stats he's been showing over his last uh you know two three weeks or so, um he's an excellent putter, he's always been an excellent putter, 
But the thing that he's starting to pick up on now is his strokes gain approach and his strokes gain off the tee um, as well. So off the tee still needs a bit of work, but his, his approach gain is right up there with the best. And if he does get into trouble, great uh, around the green game as well. So I think Cam Smith just has a, a perfect game um, for uh, for Riviera. He takes that narrative of um, being fourth last year, so being in the top top 25 uh, and so I like him. I think the price is a little bit short, but I'm I'm happy to take a chance on him at 22s. Um, Will Zalatoris, Donnie's kind of gone into a bit of detail about him already. He played out of his skin at uh, Torrey Pines a few weeks ago, which is the same type of rough and fairways that we're playing and greens that we're playing this week. Came 15th here last week, or sorry, last year. And uh, I got him boosted up on Paddy Power, 33 to 1. And um, so happy to take Willie Z. Um, next up is Jason Kokrak, uh, who is 80 to 1 on Bet365. So Kokrak just misses out on the, the narrative of top 25. He came 32nd here um, last year, but I'm happy to, to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, he's won in his last five events, he's won twice um, across the world. And he also, in terms of um, his recent play, he's an excellent putter on these types of greens. He's been doing well on approach over his last um, last few rounds that he's played. So I think Kokrak, he's, he's won a lot, probably more than I would say his talent um, than you would think with his talent. But uh, Kokrak, 80 to 1 in this type of field, I, I think that's fair, a fair um, price. It's worth, it's worth mentioning he's very good at growing the game as well. He is. Tremendous, he tremendous is. at growing the game. Yeah, Jason. he is. And uh, hopefully he'll grow my my bank account this week with a, with a nice win. <laughs> well, um, he's grown his. Sure. He has, yeah. To be fair, um, second to last pick then is Lanto Griffin at ninety to one. So I've taken him on um, bet three six or uh, William Hill with a uh, eight places. Sorry, eighty to one, eight places each way. Um, so Lanto Griffin, he was twenty sixth last year at this event, and he was thirty seventh the year before. He's been really playing sneakily well I would say um T to green so he's he's ninth uh strokes gain total over his last 12 rounds of players that are in the field so uh I think he's a guy that could sneak onto the radar potentially get us uh get us some place money and give us a run for our money on Sunday and then last but not least is uh similar to brew Adam Hadwin 100 to 1 um last two years at Genesis he's been 26th and 26th so pretty pretty consistently in the, the top um top uh, half and the big thing with him is he's, he's 11th on approach over his last 12 rounds played so he's hitting the ball close he puts well on this type of surface his off the tee game isn't great but I think if he can if he can hit a few more fairways um, than he has been I think Hadwin could be could be overpriced at 100 to 1 um, so those are my six the three three big ones DJ is a straight win Cam Smith 22 to 1 Zalatoris, 33 to 1, Kokrak, 80s, Griffin, 90s, and Hadwin at 100s. There has to be, there's got to be some success in there somewhere. I I really fucking hope so. I really do think Willie Z, everything is lining up for Willie Z this week. Really is. All the metrics, all the data says yes, all the form says yes, Uh, the location says yes, the style of golf course says yes. The only the only issue is obviously he's got literally every big dick in town 
is also rocking up here. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is literally the only detraction for back in Willie Z is that he's up against all uh, all the big guys. Of one, he is one now, really. I know. Yeah, he's, he's getting there, isn't he? he? Just once he gets that, once he gets that first whip, docker the the monkey off the back, and he'll he just he could just rack him up. He's just ludicrously good, Tita Green. Really is like exceptional, absolutely exceptional. <laughs> Hilarious that he was tight, that he was sixth and putting here last year as well, isn't it? Like yeah. If you want that, if you if you want that one omen, I mean, it, the the you know the Achilles heel as it is for Hideki at times and loads of other Sergio and whoever else, it's a, really is like Achilles heel. And the fact How did he not win? What, what what were his what let him down? I will tell you now. Momento por favor. I was gonna say Sorry. if if I'm gonna say if if his putting was that good, like some surely he was at a like really bad T degree. Yeah, so he was uh, sixth in putting. His he was sixty fourth around the green, eighteenth on approach, forty fifth off the tee, and thirty seventh ah. strokes gained T to green. There you go. Uh, well, he's he's sorted his driver. Yeah. He's driving the ball unbelievably. He's he's added a. Has he t- added a half inch onto his driver or something, or taken half inch off it, or, or something like that to get get more accuracy? So there's, there's a bit of a concern. He's gonna miss, like everyone. He's gonna miss. He's gonna miss fifteen and twenty greens this week, like everyone. And if he only gets up and down five out of fifteen, you're dead. You got to get up and down at least twelve, if not more. Uh, that's probably where the only statistical. Yeah. Mm, not sure. But yeah, that's why Hovland isn't uh, isn't on the radar for me this week as well. Just because yeah, I, I just can't. don't trust him. No, you, you can't really. I think there's other guys, other young guys who fall in that bracket as well, or maybe Sam Burns. Um, that I, I just wouldn't really trust his ability to go up and down regularly. Um, I was so so Gilch close to taking one. Burns, so close to taking Burns, but I just couldn't couldn't commit to it in the end. Third here last year, and he's been playing well. Yeah, but, yeah, no, like I mean. What what price is he out of interest? Is he about twenty fives or something? No, I, th- I saw him at forties. Um, what? Yeah, he's 40, 40 to one on bet three six five. Yeah, big price, but I just thirty. He's thirty three to one on William Hill. Yeah, that's here's a big places. Here's a swerve for you, and you clip this when he wins. Jordan Speed thirty to one. Get in the bin, mate. Yeah, he's get he's, in the bin. He's thirty five to one on William Hill. Yeah, absolutely. No chance. Also, have to say, Rory's great value this week. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got a really good record here too. Yeah, he does. Oh, like, genuinely, uh, that's. I know. When's yeah. the last time? When's the last time you've seen McIlroy over twenty to one? Honestly, like a yeah, long it's, time it's, ago. It's kind of. It was very head turning. Yeah. So then he's missed the call. He missed the call last year, so I just put a line through him, which could be could be a massive mistake. Mm. So he's tight. T4 in 2019, he posted another top, top five as well. He was fifth 2020, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think he posted something good a little earlier too. The, the last four years, he's 24-5 miscut. So that just put me off him. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he won at all. Sure. And also, yeah, obviously, you know, we mentioned him, Bradley Todd's on a huge heater. He, but he has also um, Cam Smith and Willie Z for this week, lads. So oh, does he? Yeah. He does. He's, Beautiful. I might curse him, so this, this might be the last, <laughs> yeah. the, the last the one week, week now you're all on the same. Obviously, yeah. nothing will happen. Like. The, the yeah. podcast is changing format. Uh, just now moving forward, we're just literally going to send you a Bradley Todd tweet 
yeah. and that'll be it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, just please see above and just just a link to the tweet. It's right? like if yeah. Blinkist did a podcast. Yeah. And the, the other thing, it's going to be a class event this week, but we've also got after this, the Honda comes up the week after, Arnold Palmer Invitational the week after that, and then the players the, the following week. So the next three oh, weeks. I, I is, can't wait for Bryson to be driving at 20 yards from the green on six. Uh, and, uh, it's going to be absolutely, it's just a great, great time to be a golf fan. Great time to be a golf better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Right. We'll sign off. Best of luck, lads. Let's hope for a winner. We really, really do need it. My PL is. is like negative something like minus 22 points. So I'm kind of sucking at this at the minute. So hopefully we'll turn it around because I was bloody good at it last year. Uh, it swings and roundabouts, Donnie. You know what I mean? I need to do my PL. It could well be could well be negative, but I need to add it yeah, up. Yeah, I need to do mine as well. I actually think mine might be okay. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I also have well. to do it. Right. We're just talking shite now. Go, Go on. on. Yeah. Thanks very good much. Luck. No matter. Go on and talk to you guys. Bye bye. Just take a moment to admire the fact that I just hit a fairway. There's, there's only two things that can happen. You can hit a good shot or a bad shot, so why waste time doing it? And where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20-footer I looked at. Right at it. Right at it! Home! Oh, He's, He's done it again! This is the dumbest hole I've ever played in my life. Come on then, Shane. Knock it close. Shane Lowry is the Open Champion.